Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Paddy Hanna. Hello. Hey, Louise. How are you doing? I'm very good. So you're gearing up for a big gig on Friday. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's my first headline Dublin show since April of last year. So I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, it's in Whelan's main room, which is, you know, a pretty hallowed venue. It's mm-hmm. a place that is just brilliant to play. It's not the best place to play support acts, uh, as I have learned uh, in the past. <laughs> but but um, um, anyone who saw me open for Jonas, a policewoman, uh, a, a few years ago will know. But um, uh, no disrespect to Jonas, a policewoman, very nice person, tough gig. Yeah. But I am very excited to be playing in Whelan's and... Uh, yeah, it's it's nerve-wracking, but I'm very excited to be back with the band. How do you prepare for a gig like this? Um, generally speaking, um, I would, you know, just rehearse a couple of times. And, you know, this, it, 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 you know I tend to be rather lackadaisical. I, mm-hmm. I, I tend to have a philosophical view of it in, in that, like, you know, what will happen will happen. Mm-hmm. So why, therefore, should I put mad amounts of effort in? That that used to be my approach. Uh, I've been a lot more studious this time round. I've, I mean, we're even talking be, uh, uh, before. I, I I've been doing extra press ups and everything Excellent. in order to have more stamina. Um, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I've even been sort of contemplating high kicks. You know, um, great stretching those legs of in course. lieu of possible possible high kicks. <laughs> so people are in for a surprise then. I, well, I mean, I always like to leave uh, uh, an element of surprise. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I like the idea that even I don't know what's going to happen. That's nice, though. But you have five albums now. How do you pick what songs get to have their glory? That's a really good question. Um, it comes down to who you have with you on the night. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, uh, it's um, I, have a, I have over 50 songs in which to choose from and generally speaking you know you get the obvious ones out of the way the ones that have the most play on Spotify mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to be blunt about it fair enough <laughs> and then it, it depends on who you have with you playing live now yeah. um, in my previous album from 2020 The Hill is quite synth orientated mm-hmm. and so you know it just if I happen to have someone on synth then I would lean on that album mm-hmm. um, if, if though I do not have um, said synth player perhaps I'll rely on some of the more guitar orientated tracks from my first album now where uh, my fourth album Imagine I'm Hoping um, came out last year um, so we're going to be leaning on that album a lot so there's going to be a lot of brass on the night well, nice. I have a wonderful brass section who'll be joining me uh, for the show um, and uh we're going to be playing, like, I'm going to try and play something from each of my records uh, and some of my sort of singles, which I release between albums and whatnot. It's going to be a wonderful smorgasbord of uh, poppy delights. Oh, I love that. It sounds like there's going to be so much happening on the night. Uh, fingers crossed. We, I also should say that um, Bad Hands will be um, our very, very special guests on the night. Nice. So, um yeah, so I mean, uh, we're thrilled to have Bad Hands playing with us. So it's a twofer, you know, it's a two for the price of one. You get myself and you get Bad Hands. <laughs> what more could you want? Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> and you mentioned it already. Imagine I'm hoping it was number eight on the Irish Times Best Irish LPs. That was your newest album. What was the inspiration behind this album? Um, well, um, we were, I think we were sort of coming out of lockdown and Daniel Fox, who's a, a dear friend and a frequent collaborator, um, your, um, your most studious of listeners would know that Daniel is from Gila Band. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we just got to talking and said, let's make an album. Nice. Now, we had worked on two previous records and we'd really put a lot of effort into the sound and the themes of these albums. Uh, you know, we burned through music uh, going, you know, from the 1950s, 70s, uh, 80s, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it came to this record, we just said, let's just make an album. Let's uh, not worry about it. Let's use really nice amps. Let's record in a really nice studio. Let's not put much thought into it. Let's just have a nice time doing it. So it, it's the album has many lyrical themes, uh, some of which are very buoyant, some of which are very <laughs> reflective of not so happy times and whatnot. But it's all recorded in a very la- uh, relaxed, laid back fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, we were, you know, it was the first time I was properly happy recording an album. Um, normally I'm just a ball of stress whenever I'm mm-hmm. making a record. Uh, but this, you know, this was just, you know, a, a very warm experience. It also helped that, you know, I was expecting, or rather, my now wife and I were expecting our first kid and all this around the time we recorded it. So, you know, the future just was 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 bright for, mm-hmm. for us. And Lots of good vibes. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? That's funny. I could have just said good vibes. That was the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> it saved you a lot of time. No, I like that story. No, <laughs> tell the stories always. <laughs> yeah. So, as as somebody who's always been very dedicated to theme, thematic elements and um, subtleties that you wouldn't pick up on first time round, but might pick up on on your second or third listen. Mm-hmm. This time round, I was really just happy to just make a record. Um, and uh, I feel, I think you can tell when you listen to it that it's a more buoyant listen. Do you think you might take that same approach again for the next one? Well, I mean, then there's just the fear of becoming too happy, you know. Fair. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> um, I, I have thought about that. Um, luckily, um, my my the, the other band with whom I play, Outremont, mm-hmm. have been... We have been uh, working away on a new album, which is coming oh, out this nice. year, hopefully. So it's nice to be able to work on uh, other material that is not centered around you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, mm-hmm. And of course, when you work as a team of four people, oh, you know, it can get catty, you can get a bit you get frustrated with each other. But out of that frustration and uh, occasional anger can, you, you know, you can really produce some strange and interesting stuff. So it's nice to, not that we're trying to kill each other or anything, mm-hmm, but, you know, um, when you're four people working in a room, there's going to be conflict, you know. Of course, there's different but, opinions and different things that people want to do, of course. Yeah, so I think it's, you know, if you find that you're being, or perhaps you're going too down or a road of jollity. Mm-hmm. It, it's always nice to have a different project that can challenge you in different emotional ways. So you can expect, I think there's going to be a new Ultraman single 
very soon, actually. Um, nice. I believe their songs are being mastered as we speak, so you can expect a new Ultramon single very soon. Brilliant. Can't wait for that. Now, you've told us about your least favourite gig. Have you a favourite gig that you've done over the past few years? Um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, it can only really be one for me, really. Uh, you know, I've gone on record as saying that sort of my all-time heroes is Burt Bacharach, mm-hmm. um, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you think of all the songs that Burt Bacharach has written, I don't think... I don't think there's any doubt, really, that Burt Bacharach is in the top five songwriters of all time list mm-hmm. when it comes to pop, popular music. And uh, I had the privilege of being able to perform uh, with Burt Bacharach as his uh, opening act for his Irish tour. Oh, but I then see. I got a chance to sing with him. Um, <gasps> wow. <laughs> I know, that's very nice. I got to sing Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Oh, gorgeous. I know, and the cool thing was, Louise, I sang Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head for my Leaving Cert music exam. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so imagine that, like, one minute, you know... 360, like, absolute 360, amazing. Yeah, you know, one minute you're trying to get an A-plus, you know, from a nun who's judging you sing, mm-hmm. and the next minute you're performing it with the guy who wrote it in front of 2,000 people. Oh, wow. I know, it was, it was, a, very, it was a wonderful validation, and it's... You know, look, I'm, you've had many guests on your show, I'm sure. The the most honest musicians will tell you that it's tough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, people think that, you know, oh, oh, you're in a band. Oh, you have all the fun. It's like, well, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because It's hard it's work. Fin- it's emotionally and financially yeah. draining work mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And you, if you see a sold-out show by a band... And you think, God, oh, I'd love to be them. You didn't see all the other shows where they played to nobody. Mm-hmm. You didn't see all the mm-hmm. times where they were struggling to pay their rent and whatnot. So it's great to have those moments mm-hmm. that you can look back on and say, well, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth, you know, it's worth sticking in there. So it's, it's, it's great to have moments that you can look back on and cherish uh, as fuel to keep you strong yeah. when you're in the wild and competitive world of music <laughs> I think that's the thing for when you're following any dream you need those kind of almost pinpoints that you're like okay well that happened so we're good we're on the right track let's keep going let's you know let's try a little harder and go a little further and I think that happens to anyone who's trying to follow a dream you're absolutely right I mean mm-hmm. it applies to any kind of artistic or uh, any, any any discipline I suppose I mean I can only speak from the musical <laughs> thing but uh, no, you're absolutely right. It's uh, um, either that or just listen to those inspiring speech videos on YouTube. <laughs> There's many of those. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, with, with the emotional music in the background. You know, sometimes they help. What can I say? Sometimes. It depends on the day. But you are in Whelan's on Friday night in the main room and people need to go and check it out, right? Yeah, listen, if you are listening to this show and you come to the gig on Friday... I'll be hanging around after the show. Please, uh, you know, I'll give you an extra special hug if you came to the show off the back of this interview. You know, that's that's a PH guarantee. Excellent. Go go tell him on the night, but wait till he's finished performing, perhaps. <laughs> yes, if, if you come up on stage mid-show and try to say it into the mic, yeah, I can't guarantee I won't be a little snooty <laughs> yeah. with you. Please don't do that. Paddy Hannah, thank you so much for chatting. It, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Louis.